Let's talk a little bit about um, teams and uh, the, the things that can happen when you've got great teams. I want to first give you an idea of what are the most effective ways to develop a high-performing team. I, I'm a team person. I, I love teams for lots of reasons. And I love seeing their effectiveness and how they take people's gifts and with the right energy and the right leadership, they can just accomplish wonderful things. Um, you know, the, the structure I have of the four C's of a team, stay with that. I mean, because that's sort of like the, the, the North Star. Um, conviction, which is somebody's got to be clear on the mission and, and repeating the mission over messaging the mission. mission. And everybody's got to know what the mission is. That's the conviction piece. Then cohesion is the relational piece where people feel trusting and they want to connect and know, get to know each other. Uh, the third one's clarity when they know exactly what their role is and there's no, um, you know, vagueness about that and how that role ties into the big picture. And then candor when they can have the tough talks and care enough about each other and be safe enough with each other to confront each other and tell the truth to each other and to hear the truth. If you got the four C's, it works. So just use that, keep, keep using that all the time in the teams you're with. Um, the function of time is important. Um, time with people in a team, <laughs> I know this sounds kind of strange, but you just can't spend too much time with a team in terms of what you'll get on the ROI end. Um, people, people love teams because they get to know people. They're not isolated. They're not all by themselves in their office and in their, their desktop. <clears throat> and when they like the people they're with and you as the leader have really worked on that, um, the more the better. So I, I just say anytime you got a chance, get the team together. Now, I do hate the idea of death by meeting. I don't mean stupid meetings about meetings about meetings. And everybody like, doesn't, nobody likes that. But anytime you can engage people just for you know, something social and that sort of thing, it just, you will always get a good fruit from that. Um, deal with the, the weakest link in your team. There's always going to be a weakest link. Either going to be a character limitation, you know, got an attitude problem in their character, or they're irresponsible, or they're kind of controlling or whatever, or a competence limitation. They're supposed to be in finance and they aren't as good in finance as you need, or somebody in marketing, or sales, or administration, or something like that. And, and the problem with the weakest link, it, it can hijack things. So, uh, make sure that you have shored up that weakest link as much as possible. Some people don't belong on that team, and that's not, a, not kind of anything pejorative about them. It's just not a good fit. But I've seen people hold on to a team member too long, and they didn't prune it back, and it slowed everybody down. Um, remember trust. And remember the two kinds of trust there are. There's functional trust. Every team has to have functional trust, which is uh, we're all going to be reliable, and we're all going to be dependable. I'll, whatever I say, I'm going to do. Whatever I do, I'm going to say. That's functional trust. But remember, functional trust can build a good team. It can never create a great team. To have a great team, you've got to add layer on top of functional trust, relational trust. And relational trust is not being reliable and, 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 and dependable. Relational trust is I've got your back no matter what. I'm not going to stop a stockpile against you. You can be vulnerable with me. I'm not going to use it against you. I'll move towards you. I'm not going to um, exploit you in any way. Um, we're safe with each other. So if you put together functional trust with relational trust, you're going to have a great team. Um, team development. Got to have that. You can't just do team development on the fly. You've got to be intentional about it. Let me give you sort of um, kind of the blue sky version of what I like and when I'm working with companies, um, what I think works the best, and you can kind of modify it either as uh, someone who's running a, a team or as a coach of a team. Um, one to two a year, uh, one to two offsites a year, a day, two days. 
uh, where people just go out to a cabin or somewhere to a hotel and get away from the noise and they get away from the environment and get away from all the emails. I mean, you can't get away from, away from everything electronically, but they get away and do great stuff with them about you know, motivation, get to know each other, uh, visioning, strategizing, problem solving. Uh, have one um, like half day uh, monthly training. It's like a four hour monthly training where we could, we're going to train somebody on something. Sometimes I'll make it an eight hour, one, a one day a month. Sometimes a company will hire my company and our people go in and do uh, a one day, all day, um, uh, one day, eight hour for anything from culture to what are great teams to how to coach each other to um, how to perform better and this sort of thing. But you will get your money back on those trainings because it changes everything. And also in individual coaching. Now you may be a leader who likes to coach individually, may be trained in that and good at it, or you might want to bring somebody in. But when a team has got offsites and the monthly thing going on and uh, it's got the individual coaching, very, very helpful. Um, also add the development aspect to your functional meetings add the development aspect to your functional meetings. What I mean is that, you know, there are those meetings where you get together to be social and encourage each other and get to know each other, but then there's the get it done meetings. We've got to talk about, you know, the plan and the strategy and where we're going and the projects and the initiatives. But even if it's just a get it done meeting, which is what I meant by functional, add development to that. One of my clients um, in Los Angeles, I worked with him a long time, and um, one thing he did was great. Every functional meeting, they'd spend the first Five, maybe 10 minutes talking about some growth issue, like how do you confront better, how do you, how do you um, relate to each other, and this sort of thing. And he always put a little nugget of something, or, or he'd have one of them do that, kind of an interactive thing where somebody put out a question about that and people would, would say things. But if you integrate the functional with the, the development, then they realize I am with a company, I'm with an organization or a church or whatever that's serious about growth, and teams like it when people invest in it. Okay, so that's the team part, and I hope you have a good class.